Welcome to the Write Good Books podcast, the audio companion to writegoodbooks.com with your host, Jason Boga. Hey, everybody, it's Jason, and I'm back at the podcast with Scott. How are you doing today, Scott? I'm doing well. Doing just well. Now, I'm going to say right off the bat, we got a new mic. We both got allergies, so if we sound a little funky, just bear with us, please. Yeah, we'll work through both in short order. Yes, and we'll edit as, as necessary. I want to throw out a personal note. We're recording on my mom's birthday, and I know you listen sometimes, so happy birthday, Mom. Happy birthday. Thumbs up. <laughs> okay, so on to the podcast. So we have done the podcast for about two and a half years. The first two years, we hit every other week. Uh, yeah, mostly. And, you know, we slipped a little bit, but we've, we've done a few shows on what we don't like to see in writing and what we don't like to see in reading, and we thought it'd be a nice change of pace if we kind of talked about some of the stuff we do like, you know, the stuff that makes us exciting to write, that makes writing fun again, and the stuff that we'll see in other people's writing that just makes reading fun, the stuff you just love and get excited about. So I guess I'll just start with what I'm reading now. I'm reading The Way of Kings by Brandon Sanderson. And for a book as long as that is, I'm just loving it. It's lots of action. His characterization is to just, you just got to be jealous of of how well he can develop characters. And God, it's just fun. It's also inspired me, me to think I can do epic fantasy because that's what I'm working on. And it's like he writes in the style... I would like to write in, so it's something to shoot for. So, what do you, what do you think on that? <laughs> I, I think that that's great. That finding, you know, that type of, of style that that really speaks to you. I think that's great. One of the things that I'm getting excited about reading is a book called A Fire Pod the Deep by Werner Vinga. Oh man, I probably I'll link to it in the notes. Yeah, I probably mispronounced that last name, but. Here's the thing I like about that book, and, and generally, you know, sci-fi and fantasy, is just some of the crazy ideas that come out. And if the writer can pull them off, that makes it even better. Like in this book here, and hopefully I'm not spoiling it for, for everyone, but there's a civilization that is populated by these animals that share a hive mind. And not only is that a, a crazy idea, it, it's been done other places, but the practicalities of this, he the author goes into, and it has impact on how the characters act, how the civilization happens. There's some real thought on this crazy idea, this this world building, and it is just it, it's so fun to read. And throughout the book, you get these little other windows into what that world must be like, if you know a person is actually five. Types of, you know, five dogs running around sharing one mind through telepathy. <laughs> it, it, so it's, you know, when, when you said hive mind, I, my thoughts instantly go to the Borg. It's yeah. different than that. It's different than okay. that because each one of these packs has their own personality, has a name, has motivation. You know, oh, there's so political it's... intrigue amongst the, the people. And, and that's just one small part of this book. There's also this crazy mix of technology... You know, this is written in the early days of internet, and so it brings that in too. It and just these these awesome ideas being twisted a little, and then someone putting some thought on. Okay, what does this crazy mean? What does it look like? Okay, we've got something. Let's run with it. 
let's play in this world. That gets me really excited. Awesome. I've seen some some recent theme of absence stories I've accepted. There's been a few flash fiction pieces that just had a last sentence that just almost brings you to tears that it just, you know, you'll find such a twist in that last sentence and you're just like, oh, wow, I, I did not see that, see that coming at all. And I still, that's still my favorite type of short story is one that just hits you in a non-predictable, you know, twist for the sake of twist. But way but when one just hits you then you just didn't see it coming and it just makes everything else in the story makes sense so like the story it like you're saying it's a twist but not just for the twist sake because yeah. they laid the groundwork yeah. they did that prep work in the story oh man yeah those probably, are great we've probably done a couple podcasts on twists at some we, point. we, we did yeah. and that was one of our major complaints is you know you put the <laughs> twist just to be twisty yeah as it's like You've got to set that groundwork so that way, looking back, people can see, oh yeah, this this is a logical thing. They just hit it in a really good way. Yeah. Oh, that's great stuff. I, oh, I wish I could remember the name of the writer. I'll post it on our notes too. But yeah, there was one theme of absence story where they're they're stuck on a colony on another planet. Humans went there, you know, centuries after Earth is gone, and they're they're living there everything's fine and then it starts raining it doesn't stop raining and they're dealing with the world is flooding and people are dying they're running out of resources because of all the rain so it's following some characters that they try to survive the rain and then it stops it finally stops raining and they're looking around they're like it's not raining we we can start living again maybe it'll and then like the last line is it starts snowing (laughs) and it's like oh no (laughs) you know there's like well that just kind of you know just, you know stuff like that is always pretty cool yeah I, i'll build off of that mm-hmm. i i love reading something that gives you those emotional responses mm-hmm. but they're it, it's not cheap yeah. they worked at it the, mm-hmm. the author crafted the narrative the pacing you know even the word structure and paragraph structure to build you up not just as you're reading but the the emotional impact of when that reveal happens yeah that makes you sit back and go whoa yeah i mean <laughs> you know i've read some i've read some murder mysteries mm-hmm. that didn't pull it off that well oh. and then i feel cheated oh yeah but then there's others like the first time i read um i'm gonna go to a classic and then there were none by agatha christie the first time i read that i didn't have any clue about the plot or the mm-hmm. twist and i read that i Whoa. How long is that? Are those, pretty, were, are those pretty quick reads? It's a quick read. There's several movie versions. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it was published under many different names because it wasn't very... Uh, it, it had some strong language in the title. Oh. Some racial slurs in, oh. in a couple different versions. <laughs> and then there was none. It is probably what you people find it as now. Okay. But the story itself, the way that twist happens... Mm-hmm was the first time, and I'm not even going to spoil what that twist sure, is, don't. but I've seen other people try to do something similar, and it still does not compare to that as a masterful way of, of, of showing that, and I was just blown away. Cool, cool. So, you know, that's some of the stuff we like to see as readers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what gets you excited to keep writing as a writer? <laughs> 
When is writing fun? That's you know, I'll I'll interrupt you before I let oh, you yeah. start. You know, I, I took a pretty long break from writing to work on my card game, which is not released, but once it is, this will be the first place you hear about it. <laughs> but you know, that was so much fun designing those games. I was like, I wish writing was this much fun again. So I, I went back and tried working on some short stories again in the in the past month and trying to make writing fun again. But you know, what makes writing fun for you? For me, it's when I get to a, a spot, because I, I tend to be more of a, a I, I don't do a lot of over um, prepping for it. Since I do some historical fiction, I do prep and research. But it, for me, part of that is, okay, I know what the real world did. How do I fit in a story in those gaps? Oh, yeah. That still makes sense. That doesn't change, change it to become alternate fiction as opposed to historical fiction. Mm -hmm. I love that challenge to be able to do that. So that way it all makes sense and it still doesn't massively change that world. Mm -hmm. So that's a unique experience if you're doing historical fiction and that's what, what draws me to it. On the other side, sci-fi and fantasy where you can play really loose <laughs> and go wild and create crazy worlds. So both of those ends of that spectrum really excite me. One is pure ideas and the other is fitting something into something that already exists. Both of those challenges activate different parts of my brain, and I love them. That does sound fun. I think with me, I love the character creating. Mm. I really like. Uh, I, I really like when all the all the loose ends are tied together. When I'll have multiple subplots or multiple characters, and I, I just love when I have that aha moment to just bring them all together to solve whatever problem needs to be solved as part of the plot. Now I I go back and forth. Sometimes I'll straight discovery writing. Other times I'll I'll plan things out more. So when I'm discovery writing, that's always the challenge. Is when you get to that point of uh oh, what do I do now? Yeah. And a lot of times that's when a story gets put away, maybe forever. But when I can when I can rescue myself from that from that problem and and find where everything comes together, I love that that feeling like, ah, I got it. I know how to end this now. Oh, yeah. So. I had a situation where I was writing something and it was not working. It just didn't have any impact. It didn't feel like it was anything but words on a piece of paper. And then it's like, oh, wait, I'll just switch point of view and write it as someone else is mm -hmm. watching so they can, they can have a bigger picture of what was going on okay. as opposed to the person who was right there too close. Mm -hmm. It gave some context, and it really showed the impact, and, and I was like, I got that to got work. Yeah. I was like, it, it's the same concept, mm -hmm. same type of plot points and action, just switching to a different point of view solved that problem and made it more impactful, made it mean something. Oh, yeah. And it's just finding, what is it that makes this work? Man, that feels good. Yeah, that is, that's great. You know, another thing that really kept me excited about writing my first book was when I would just lay in bed and daydream about it and think about, you know, what's going to happen next and, you know, what should I do and kind of weighing out the possibilities and seeing if I do this, would this work? Or if I do that, would this work better? And that, that was a lot of fun, too, and just got me inspired a couple of times to just get up at 2 in the morning and say, like, oh, I'm going to go write a chapter because i got to get this in my head now while I'm thinking about it. <laughs> But I, you know, I, I'll talk to a lot of people, and myself included, where when you just don't feel inspired to write, what do you do? It's like, I don't feel like writing. But when you need to write, you need to find ways that 
you'll get excited to keep writing and look for those things that get you excited and work towards that, I suppose. Yeah, writing is a grind, right? That's just the nature of the beast. It's not all, you know, inspiration from the muses and everything just flowing through your fingertips. (laughs) And if it is, congratulations. I don't know what happened in your case, but usually writing is a bit of a grind. Yeah. But it's those moments where that grind is worth it. Yeah. And sometimes it's in search of that feeling that gives hope for me when I'm plugging along. It's like, I'm not feeling it now, but if I keep going, I'll get into that zone. I'll get into the groove. I'll get into that part where things just seem to be making sense and I'm making good choices in what I'm writing. But sometimes you need need to build it into that. You need to keep working yeah it's not automatic no matter how how long you've been at this yeah i'm working on a short story that's really creative concept but the the style has been kind of flat so i'm just pushing and pushing until i do something that'll surprise myself yeah that's and and sometimes it's you don't expect it Mm -hmm. and that's where it's really like whoa yeah yeah like, it kind of goes back to where where do your ideas come from? Oh, I don't know where my ideas come from. You know, you don't. You just you keep writing until the right one just comes out. Yeah, I went back and looked at some things I wrote a long time mm-hmm. ago, and there are parts of there that I don't recognize how I got to those points. Mm-hmm. I, they're they're good. Now the rest of it needs a lot of work to salvage sure. it. But there are parts just like I didn't realize I could do that. Yeah. And, and, and so it's like, if I could get this piece or my next piece that I'm working on to have more of that type of stuff. Yeah. You know, those little nuggets of promise. Yeah. If I can make that happen, you know, that could be something that's like, this piece stunk, but this <laughs> section was gold. How do I make that happen? Well, yeah, keep working at it. And then you just, you just got to edit, revise, get rid of the stuff that didn't work or it. I, I do that too. I'll go through my old work in progresses from stuff that's 10 years old sometimes and be surprised. Be like, wow, this is actually pretty good. I could clean this up. So that's, I, I think those are some really c- cool things, both in what we read and how we write. Yeah. It's like, I hate to say it, there are moments mm-hmm. and that's what we think of, but those moments come from hard work, whether it's by another author mm-hmm. planting all the seeds to make a twist seem realistic yet unexpected mm-hmm. it's from your own work plug it along plug it along until you get those insights or you and you hit that point it's like i know where i'm going with this now i've worked out enough stuff i have my direction and i'm going so we talked about moments all over the place but moments don't just happen right so right you, you have that groundwork there so so good stuff. Yeah, and hopefully this leads to more good stuff from <laughs> yes, everyone out there. For everyone listening and everyone writing. So I think we're just about out of time. So if you'd like to support us, check out our Patreon site at patreon.com slash writegoodbooks. Visit us on the web and leave some feedback if you so choose to at writegoodbooks.com slash podcast. And until next time, have a great week. See ya. See ya. See ya.